0: Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. All right, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the next episode of The Thinking Project, and I have Zach Partridge here with his business partner, Sajin. And uh, they actually own a few businesses that I will actually just let them explain because it's pretty cool when you have more than one and when you have Uh, a few different gigs that you're doing. So why don't you go ahead and start from the top, Zach and Sajin.
1: Oh man. So
2: go ahead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Which ones do you, so, so we, everything.
2: So yeah, we do everything and we've kind of done it together. We've kind of like hitched our wagons together on pretty much everything, but, uh, yeah. Start uh, with detail sharks. Yeah. So I opened, uh, like a little over seven years ago now with, uh, one of my, one of my old friends from, uh, from a a mission. I did an LDS mission and uh, one of my friends from a mission, he, he moved here and I had bought my first franchise doing electronic dog fences.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: I was doing dog doors and dog fences. And, but my goal was always to do business with friends. Like I wanted to go to work every day and do it with like a friend, you know? Yeah. And he didn't really want to be in that business, but he really wanted to be, he he convinced me that car detailing business was the way to go. Oh, nice. So we opened up Clean Freaks Mobile Auto Detailing. Okay. And after about a year, we got a cease and desist order from a Clean Freaks car wash company in Arizona. Oh, geez. And we got a lawyer involved and the lawyer said, basically, you'll win. If we go to court, you'll win. But it's going to cost you like probably like five grand in lawyer's fees. Oh, geez. So wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it just be cheaper to rebrand it? So we did. And that's how Detail Sharks came about after about a year, year, year and a half. What that's sweet. did you even have for that name? Like where did that even come from? Because I don't even know. Yeah, Detail
0: oh. Sharks. That's sweet.
2: We we, we wanted a, we just wanted like an animal as, like a, as a logo. Oh, <laughs> Cause like clean freaks, it was just like the CF logo. Yeah. yeah. It was a little janky. Screw you. And, uh, but no, so we, we just wanted, like, we wanted an animal as a logo. Like, like if you think about it, like all the car washes and stuff around, they all have as an animal, as a logo, gorilla shine, quick, quack, like everything. So, so we, we just liked that. And so we did, and we both liked the shark thing and. My sister helped us out kind of with like our first logo, and it's transformed over the years. But That's sweet. How long have you had Detail Sharks? So it's like seven and a half years. And then a couple years into it, my business partner had to make a decision that was best for his family, and he moved down to Utah County, and uh, it just wasn't working out super well. So we were going to sell the business to our manager at the time. It it was 19
1: I was no, I was
2: 18. 18. Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe
1: even 17. No, no I never. was 18,
2: we were 18. Yeah. And yes. uh Sage and uh and then we've kind of been hooked hooked in business ever since.
0: That's sweet. So what is Detail Sharks? What is that? What are all the things that you do? Like what does that entail?
1: Um I mean, we do pretty much all sorts of cleaning like on all sorts of automotive things. We okay. I mean, we even do roller coasters. We've detailed, so we detail at Lagoon um, on a yearly mm-hmm. basis, doing their like yearly maintenance cleaning. So um,
0: for like the like you detail the roller like the seats, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow,
0: how'd you land that contract? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Holy dude. cow, that's cool, man. Go go through that story because that's a big deal. Lagoon's um, a
1: big deal. Yeah, I mean, dude, like. I don't really know how any of this truly just, happened. No, just be honest. <laughs> so, like,
2: we both believe in the law of attraction yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. And Sajan was the one that kind of introduced me to it a little bit, but like, I'm all in on it. And I mean, he—that was like one of his things. He wanted Lagoon. Yeah. And tell a story. Wow. It was
1: crazy. So, it's crazy. Okay, so my my beginning, um, I guess, experience with Zach and Detail Sharks. I had worked for a company called Make and models that was like my first job and I ended up leaving that job but they were they're a super high-end uh you know dealership yeah, actually yeah, I in got Salt Lake you now mm-hmm. um but I just kind of fell in love with the car community and I just loved dealing with cars and whatnot in general mm-hmm. but I actually left so that I could go um backpack in California for a couple of months and while I was out there like, I just kept thinking, like, when I get back, like, I just want to own a business. Like, that's what I want to do. I'm just going to put all my efforts into finding something. Well, I get back and I'm like, okay, hey, well, I need to make some money. So I need to find a job. And then I actually came across their advertisement on, like, the Station Park website and called them up. Because we
2: were at Deta- we, we were at Station Park at the time yeah, cleaning cars, where people were like, shopping or whatever. Wow, that's cool. It
1: was a, it was a huge oh contract God. with the tech company Plural Site out there. Um, mm-hmm. so I met him and then things were just going really well and he just kept boosting my ego and he was like we're doing more sales and more stuff than we we've, we've ever been doing. And I was like yeah. like I wanna I want to be in on this. Like I want to grow yeah. this. Like there is so much potential here. And like wow just let me do this. And Joe was leaving. And so it just kind of worked. Me and Zach just kind of clicked. Like he's just like my mentor, realistically. Like, wait, this guy does everything you can imagine. <laughs> and so it was just, yeah, we just kind of connected on that level. Um, and then back to La- the lagoon thing. Uh, when we first started, I was like, dude, like cars is not is not only what we can focus on. Like we have boats, we have RVs. Like I really wanted to get a contract with the. Uh, UTA and doing oh, like wow. trains like the front runner and like I was like dude what about Lagoon like what if we got into Lagoon and like did the roller coasters and the wow. Hill Air Force Base like the planes like there was just so much potential and so I just kept focusing on that and then long story short like I'm out cleaning cars one day with my buddy and our janky Ford Ranger and this dude yeah. walks up to me and he's like Starts, you know, asking me about our services and what we do, and he just hands me his card, and it says Jimmy Sunlight, uh, Director of Operations, and then the Lagoon logo, and I was Whoa. just like, "What is happening? <laughs> that's really? awesome! It's starting to turn <laughs> a reality." And then I thought, so at first he was just talking to me about right when their employees' cars and the owners' cars and stuff like that, and then that's cool over the course of a couple of months like they really loved our work and then it just evolved and he was like hey like we need somebody to take care of the rides too like we need them waxed we need the seats taken care of like their sunscreen and skin and gum and you yeah know, all I, bet the I, gum. That. I
0: bet that's gross man yeah so it just gets <laughs> so nasty
1: they get real gross, really gross. <laughs> so it just kind of turned into a thing we've been doing it for what this is our third oh, yeah. year
0: yeah wow so you land that's a that's a big contract with Lagoon, man. And you just running into him. You were cleaning cars at Station Park.
1: No, I, we in were, neighborhood in yeah, where we he lived in Kaysville.
0: about that's cool, man. So tell me more about before before I move on, because I think this is really cool. Tell me about like the Station Park thing. So you guys were just you guys just planted in Station Park and like
2: like so yeah so so I have a personal connection with uh, with. uh, I have a personal connection with uh, one of the higher ups at Pluralsight. They're a big tech company. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're
2: headquartered at Station Park right now, and they're building a big campus down in Draper right now. I don't yeah. know. You can see it from the freeway now. It's going to be yeah, huge. Yeah, you can. And Pluralsight's I, big. They
0: just went, they just went public. Yeah. filed their IPO
2: last year. Last yeah. Year. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, And, uh, you know, and we were doing their, the owner and founder, the guy that started that business, we were doing his Teslas and the company Teslas, and we had this cool little sign-up sheet, and we were there like, we were two days a week uh, every Tuesday and every Friday, our whole team was at Station Park, just doing plural side employee cars wow that's all that's all we did and so that was a good deal and then the company that owns uh, station park is called center cal and and we try, we try to work out some sort of deal where we could you know we could detail you know on site there. I'm not afraid to say it. They're a pain in the butt to work with, like the center cow yeah. people. And they eventually just made it so difficult for us that it actually, that, that like, that's why we're not there anymore. Right. So we're just waiting for Pluralsight to move and then hopefully get, get back with them.
0: Yeah. The bureaucracies of a small business, right?
2: No, dude, it, dude, it's not even like, it's not even funny. Like they're, right. they're like, we, we would get threatened to get fined. For wa- dumping for, water. for putting extra water down the drains, you know? they had,
1: dude, they had people come with these every giant day. power washers every day and do the ground like yeah concrete the gum and stuff. every
2: single day they and have they a, were
1: coming at yeah. us for the little amount of water that we were putting <laughs> oh in the
2: drains and and we were even we even went we did like a biodegradable like environment friendly like exterior sh- like wash stuff like man. yeah for like sure he's, he's eco friendly. <laughs> Like, yeah. we, you know, we tried everything and they they are the type of company that it's like a best case scenario all the time for them and they don't right. care how negative affects anybody else. And Jeez. I don't care if this gets back to them. I don't care anything. Right. The way they operate business is just not a way that, and, and this is CenterCal, not Pluralsight. We love Pearl, the Pluralsight.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that one CenterCal
2: is- company, like I would... If they came back and let us try to come back there for free, I'd yes. say thank you because I yes. just don't want to deal with them.
0: Right. Well, that's that's the thing that some people don't get about like with small businesses and like business in general is like it, it's so most of the time it's not about the money, right? It's about just the the headache. Like brain damage is a big deal, right? You don't. If I if I don't have to deal with the brain damage, I don't. That's a plus. It's, for, it's
2: right? it, it, and just for how small the business we are, you know, yeah. like we're one of the bigger, probably car detailing businesses in Utah. Yeah. How small we are, dude, it, it's just not worth it. It's like, we can yeah. make so much more money just cleaning mom's minivans. It's not even funny. Like, yeah.
0: So, goodbye. and the, and Lagoon, those rides of Lagoon. I
2: yeah. yeah Lagoon, that's, that's the nice thing with Lagoon too. It gives us a lot of credibility. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I,
0: I know a lot of people who who land one or two of those big big ones and ask for like letters of recommendation, and then they just explode, right? Because because it's networking and referral, right? Yeah. Holy cow!
2: Like Lagoon's like the landmark of Utah. Like everybody knows Lagoon. Yeah. And it's like yeah, "Yeah, we clean their rides.
0: That's so sweet. If it's good enough for Lagoon, bro, if you can clean all the stuff at Lagoon, why I would let you clean my car.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's good enough for them, well, because you got to think about um and and pre this whole pandemic thing but even before all this it was gross man yeah it's like you you know sometimes but I mean not when I was going there I, I've been there a few times and every time it's been pretty good but I was like I could, I remember talking to my wife and just saying like dude this could get really gross really fast like if someone just doesn't know how to ride or doesn't care like geez. if it's not their home state park or I mean their home like yeah. park right if yeah. they're coming from out of town they don't care they're never, they're never going back it's true Jeez, yeah. man well that's really cool so then the other side of detail sharks is you just go around and clean cars
1: yep i like have it. a shop in kaysville yeah. um we deal with dealerships just kind of up and down that's a great ogden yeah. and farmington yeah especially if you for uh diesel power gear like the diesel brothers
2: yeah you help them clean their cars Uh, A couple times. It's been a while. Like I think, I think they have a guy that they, they network with, but like we We do do
1: big projects for them. Like tune boats and like some of their big trucks, like their personal. Right.
0: Yeah. They're big. Yeah. They're big ones. I live right I live right down by those guys. So I pass there. You do. Yeah. I pass their shop all the time. They're, they're way funded. Like you'll see them every once in a while, you'll be driving down or like running by or something. and, And you'll see them like in the middle of an Instagram video or like, or like their discovery on their uh, channel shows.
1: shows. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, dude, it's sweet. So diesel, that's cool. Well, and you can do a lot with uh, detail and especially, I didn't know this. <clears throat> so I've been in the like automotive industry on the sales side for five or six years. And uh, there is so many sm- small like mom and pop dealerships out there
1: mm-hmm.
0: who like they, I mean, do they just slap a sticker on their car up front and try to sell it, which yeah. is fine. I, I don't care at all, but they don't have, like, all the resources. Like, some of the bigger guys, like, the Garfs and the Millers and Youngs and stuff like that, like, they'll detail their cars sometimes in-house, yeah. but most of the time they'll out, even those guys will outsource, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do, get a, we deal with those guys.
2: All the
1: time. Yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah. So. Mazda dealership has this, I mean, we're there really often. Bountiful Mazda?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We do all their overflow whenever their guys get even just a little bit backed up, like, we come and catch them up. That's great. Oh, wow, that's such a good idea. Holy cow. But, I mean, no different mom and pop shops. I mean, we yeah, there, there's different levels to it too. Anybody thinks that they can just get a shop back in a, in a pressure washer and call themselves a mobile detailing business too. And,
0: and no, that doesn't work like that.
2: It's just different, you know? Right.
0: I mean, <laughs> so what do you guys, so let me ask you this. I brought up the pandemic, but that's all right. Um, how have you guys been cleaning with that? Have you guys kind of capitalized on that? Honestly, like online?
1: we're probably in a better situation than most people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like financially and, and everything like it. I mean, I won't lie. It definitely yeah. slowed down a little bit. And then the scare with the employees yeah. and with yeah. us, like,
2: yeah, like two to three weeks where it was really like, everything was up in the air. Cause it's like, yeah. our employees didn't really know if it was like safe to be going into strangers' cars and mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, that would be that would be tough. Yeah. yeah, we and, and that was our thing. We're not if they're not comfortable, we're not going to force them to go work, but at the same time, we're sure. also not going to say you know, we're closed, you can't go work if they want to. So it was right. it was just a really weird like transition and balancing time.
0: Yeah, man. No, I'm with you on that because it's at the beginning it was scary and and I, and I you definitely wanted to respect it, right? Maybe mm-hmm. not buy into all the hype right away, but you want to respect a, a sickness, right? Yeah. Um so that's not, but like cleaning part of it, right? Like you guys were able to like, Hey, we can clean and disinfect cars too and stuff like that. Well, right. In
1: the beginning. No one really knew how that's so that, true. that was kind of that's the true. awkward position of like, well, we don't, we're not going to put our guys in danger, but we're not going to put them in financial danger either. Right. So if you well, want to work, you can go work or we'll, you know, we can we'll get figure your- out.
0: Uh, Well, I feel like that's how everybody went though. I feel like everybody went to like the, uh, just day by day. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Everything
2: changed. Everything changed day to day. Everything changed. Yeah. And so it was nuts. Even like in the,
0: in the sales world, like one day it's just like the faucet turned off and then it was just like, I don't know what's going to happen the next day or the next day. or the next. That's crazy. So how
2: did you, did you guys have like a plan for that or? We just, we just. Like, honestly, like, well, we talked one night and we were just like, we can't force our guys to work. Like, I we don't want to force them to work at right. the same time. Like, if they got bills to pay and, and they want to work, like, we don't have to stop them. So, like, the way we kind of operate it, too. So, we have our shop and then we have two mobile vans. Okay. And so, we have a guy that runs our shop and then each of the mobile vans, they kind of have, like, a team leader type. Yeah. Okay. And we have a guy that works under them. So, right. it's like, and they're kind of, they're almost... They're employees, but we almost make them look at it like a franchise, like their own little business.
0: Right.
2: So it's like if you if you want to go out and make money, like take your van and go make money.
0: Right. You know?
2: And and then and or if you want, you know, you you want to make money, like schedule details for the shop and and, and get your work done. But if you don't, like, this it was like our we have numbers that they have to hit. Yeah. We help provide them with jobs, and then they're able to go get their own jobs too, and. You know, That's we, sweet. We work we work with them on that because we're trying we, we want to give them like a little bit of ownership of what they're doing and like sure. uh, unlimited just, potential yeah. for their earning potential, right? Yeah, we yeah. don't want to just say, "Hey, you make twelve dollars an hour as a detailer, like clock in, clock out, buy." <laughs> right. Want them to have a little bit of ownership on on what they're doing too, so that they don't just feel like they feel like they're a part of the team building something and not just an employee.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I think one so, of my favorite things. Say- yeah, I like I'm so. I- I got my accounting degree and one of my favorite sayings that I learned during like my time as an accountant was like, if there's, if there's no equity, there's no ownership, right? Like if there's no skin in the game, if you don't have a reason, uh, whether that's, it's financially or whatever, right? If you don't have a, if there's no equity, there's no ownership.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it it was just like this thing. It was just, so we kind of just put it on them. And that was like, like I said, like they usually they have numbers, goals that they have to hit. That was like their get out of jail free, like last month and, and the time before that, where it's like, we're we're not going to, you know, we're not going to
0: maintain the quotas or something like that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. and it, honestly, it kind of worked
1: out because one of our van guys, um, like he was like, he just had his baby. oh yeah. So like, he was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm not really going to do much. And so we kind of just funneled it all on to the other guy who wanted to work. Mm-hmm. And it just—I don't know, dude. It just worked. That's like, good, though. We just went day by day, and it just worked. Our cash flow worked, and we're we're fine. That's great,
0: though. I th- I think that's a lot of things. A lot of things people miss are part of that, right? Or like, you got to hustle. Like, you got to find a way to do it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And well, got to find a way. There's two types of people. I'm a firm believer. There's two types of people in this world. There's people that look at the problems, and then there's look at people that look for solutions. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, that's like, that's a big thing. And me and staging backgrounds, a lot of things like we are as different as different why comes, not? you know, yeah, why not? like, I mean, we really are. Like yeah. it, it's really, I think it's, it's one thing that I enjoy about our friendship the most is we both come from completely different areas, but yeah. we both have the same mindset as we don't look at problems. We look for solutions.
0: Well, you then, have, yeah, you have to, especially as small business owners, especially if this is your livelihood,
2: yeah. right? Constant. You can't, yeah, you, and so yeah, so it's constant innovation. It's constant, yeah. okay, this isn't working. We're going to need to do this. It's not, oh, this isn't working. Like freak, yeah. what are we going to do? Like, like we can't just, you can't just sit around and just wait. Like, I like it. Yeah. So like, that's, I'd say that's probably the biggest reason why it's worked. Is that, that mindset is where we are on the same page.
0: Yeah. When, And I I talked to a lot of people. So before I started doing um, like this podcast and stuff, one of the things I like doing was talking to people about like their ideas on business and like finance and uh, their mental health, like their mentalities and stuff like that. And I just found a lot of people, it's hard to find solutions. Right. And some people, and some people, you know, it's easy for some people to find solutions. Let me put it that way. And then, and and then other people just don't get it. Right. It doesn't click, but, but then they want to try something new. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't jump into that thinking that the only thing you're going to try to do is, is, you know, manage people instead of lead people or not have any idea, right. Or piggyback off of something. Right.
2: Yeah. I feel like most people are look, focus too much on just the problems and not, how easy it is to fix it, right? The solution. But then I feel like it it gets even smaller on the people that are willing to execute the solution once they figure it out. 100%.
1: Like we're the type of people that we don't, like we see the problem and then like we don't really even care about finding the solution immediately. We're just like, okay, we're going to try this and then we're going to try this and then we're going to try this. And one of those is bound to get us somewhere. We're We're always taking steps closer to the solution.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. I, it's just like, uh, I had a, I had an accounting professor who said uh, that, and that's kind of, it kind of changed my life. But you know, he said, if you can't figure out a problem, if it's too hard, you just need to work it, just start working on it. And eventually like it comes right. Eventually you'll figure something out like, but you have to start and you have to work and yeah. And it's going to, you're going to have to backpedal. You're going to have to like change routes and stuff like that. Right. But eventually like, really, been...
1: the answer to all problems is this is a problem. Yeah. And then <laughs> just, you just go
2: off of yeah. that. You stop oh, yeah.
1: doing that. And then that's
2: the answer. Cause I, I, I don't understand the being in a state, whether it's in business or life or anything, being in a state of this isn't working, but not knowing the answer. So you just keep doing what you already know isn't working because you don't have the answer. It's like no, change something.
0: Yeah, stop. Yeah, or just see stop. if there's progress
2: <laughs> or if it's making it worse. And then like yeah, it's like and then you go through this process of elimination, right? And so I like again, it. And that's why it works, because when there's problems, you know, we've been pretty good about avoiding the it's your fault or your fault or whatever. Right. And I think most yeah. business relationships tend to fall apart because of that. Sure. Is it, eventually there's there's finger pointing and there's blaming and there's whatever and you know I mean we for sure disagree on stuff and have had our times where sure,
0: yeah
2: you know but it, it's <clears throat> it's finding the solutions not focusing on the problem
0: yeah well and that's and that's the other thing is is being in partnerships uh, especially partnerships it's just like a family right like of course you're gonna fight but. Here's the thing that I learned too, and that it sounds like you guys are kind of alluding to, right? Like the market doesn't really care, <laughs> the, like the people who you detail cars for. They don't. I don't care, man. I hired you to do a job, right? And so I need you. To, I hired you to figure it out, right? The you know the mortgage companies, the banks, and and things like that. Like they don't really care if you had a disagreement that month, man. You got to figure. <laughs> you got to figure it out, right?
2: One thousand percent, man. Dude, 1, Like 100%. I mean, and it it's it's been hard, you know. We've yeah. They, they don't care they 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 just it's, want the job done
0: right and it uh, and business ebbs and flows and you just got to keep going right
2: dude that's Boy, for sure <laughs> <laughs> I mean Dalton I could we we have some of the trippiest stories dude. through our well, through our okay our what's show. your all
0: right you brought it up I wasn't gonna ask but you brought it up what's the trippiest story man like we got what, conned by
2: a career con man. <laughs> Oh, seriously! Dude, went to pri- he he went to prison for co- running the same con on like what like five or six other small businesses. Yeah. Wait,
0: was this the uh, okay? Uh, let finish two. the story. I might have read about this, but go ahead. How did that happen? Oh, it's okay. Man. It's okay.
2: This happens in business, man. I no, got so, my own. Right? So we're we're in a situation that it's just like cash flow is tough, and well, no, right. dude,
1: this starts with me trying to get rid of my apartment.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, he was stuck in an apartment. Yeah, in the ahead, out of the lease. So I was going through
1: a, a bad breakup and bad. I was locked into sure. this apartment. And so we just put it out on like KSL and Facebook marketplace. and if there was Yeah, anything.
0: like take over my apartment. But yeah,
1: it was just like, we got to get out. Like, we'll leave all the furniture. Like, we just it, like, this has got to be done. Yeah, and then this dude came along and then he found out what I did. And Tyson, his name was Tyson Joe Giordano. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and uh,
2: he sounds like
1: a crazy man, dude. Like it was bad. Um, I don't even know where to start.
2: So Tyson comes and looks at his apartment because he needs a place to live while his giant house is being built. A
1: giant, giant house. Right. He works for what is it? CF England,
2: like the trucking company. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. He's one of the high ups. Okay. Yeah. So he works for CF England high up building this huge house, but got, he had to get out of his old house. So they just needed a little place of somewhere to live for a little bit of time before they got out. So they, 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 they figured out a way to take over Sajun's lease, yep. found out that, Hey, you, you own a small business. And then they got talking. All of a sudden Sajan calls me, he's like, dude, guess what? You'll never believe this. This guy wants to invest into our business. Well,
1: well, at the time we had Plural Sight, like we were at Station Park and he right. saw this huge potential. He's like, dude, there's movie theaters there. Like everyone that goes there can get their car cleaned. Like, Holy cow, yeah. It was like this huge vision.
2: Yeah. He was good. I mean, a little naive on our part, but he was good. Yeah. But and he was smooth, man. He's a smooth talker. Super smooth. Super yeah, good right. talker. And yeah. he delivered. Uh, and when I when I what I say they he delivered he got he like so at first he was gonna pay us the cash what was it like fifteen grand yeah like fifteen G's to buy in okay like and and it wasn't even That's like true. a third partnership it was yeah. like he just wanted like,
0: like a silent partner like, kind 10, of like ten percent or something yeah. like that yeah. we were yeah.
2: stoked we're like fifteen percent that sounds great we're still really really tiny tiny business sure and uh, and he's like he's gonna give us his fifteen grand well his money was froze because he was being audited by the IRS because him and his wife mm-hmm. both claimed their, their child on the taxes in the same year. That's the story they gave. With yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird, man. And we're like, that's weird, but okay. Like, I mean, yeah, sure. he didn't have, give us any reason to not believe him. And yeah, 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 really, yeah. Really, even if he never comes up with the money, he was out working for us
1: yeah. for oh, free. Wow. He's getting us jobs like he's doing cold calls he was like when i say he delivered like he was
2: <coughs> when i say he delivered he got us like three or four like little dealership jobs in Whoa. like the roy Ogden area what did we care? okay maybe yeah. he never gives us the money like he's crazy but, he got
0: us a, but he's got some he's got some gigs yeah he's bringing Whatever. something to the table
2: okay so, so then then this is where it comes in he goes dude i the money is tied up i should have it soon but here, let me, let me pay the cell phone bill for the business. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. He, no, it was the credit card. He was like, he was like, he wants, he wanted a credit card and then he wanted to go get a phone plan so that we could all have phones. Okay. And then, so we give him the credit card number and everything. And he was like, let me just, let me pay it. Like everything is going to get taken care of. Yeah. And then that's, he gets access to the phones.
2: Yeah. So we put it. Oh, so we, no. so yeah. So we, we opened up a phone plan. So it's like <laughs> under, under our EIN number, like, under our EIN EIN number. It,
0: okay. Yeah.
2: But then yeah. somehow like, but we didn't give him permission. This one we still didn't figure out. Yeah. Is so he somehow conned the person at sprint. And I'm going to throw them right under the bus because they suck through the whole process. Um, He, he figured out, some. he conned somebody at sprint and he got on his like, an authorized user on the phone plan.
1: We got three phones on there. Like we have three phones. Like Two of them are already paid off. One of them like was an iPhone that he wanted on his, on on our business line. Oh, geez. And then the next thing we know.
2: So, and then all of a sudden we're getting these notices, but, and then time goes by and we're getting these notices from Sprint that the phone bill isn't paid. And so we're like, dude, pay the phone Oh, I get it taken care of. Dude, pay the phone bill. Oh, I get it taken care of. Whatever. And our phones like get shut off.
0: Whoa! Seriously?
2: Yeah. And so then we're trying to like figure out what's going on and all this stuff, and then we find out one of our employees' dads is a is a parole officer.
1: Jake's. Yeah. Oh
2: no. Parole officer.
1: Say names,
2: but and that's fine. And uh, he he starts looking into the guy, and that dude is got a warrant out for his arrest. Yeah. And he oh, yeah. is, oh, and then the cell phone bill yeah, so was like a couple grand. No,
1: like $18,000. $18,000. $18, well, owed,
2: owed, owed total, but like yes. yeah. the monthly bill was like a couple grand. And yes. we're like, what the F's going on? Yeah, what? So we look at the cell phone bill. He'd gone out and leased brand new iPhones up to 10,
1: a ton of them. Like, dude. eight
2: eight devices. Oh. And then we find out that he'd been telling our employees, yeah, give me some money, I can get you a new Apple Watch. Give me some money, I can get you the new iPhone or whatever. No. So they're giving him money to do it. He's telling, dude, he, it, he, and then all of a sudden, it's like it's all crumbling, like crumbling. He's in my basement. We're on the phone with him. I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, if you don't get us the money that you promised – just to pay the cell phone bill. I'm not talking about you buying into our business. And he's still like trying to work an angle like he's trying to be a business partner too. I'm like, if you don't give us the two grand to pay for this cell phone and those cell phones by tomorrow, like I'm getting in my truck and I'm gonna hunt you down. Oh no. And he goes, (laughs) I promise you'll have it tomorrow. Lo and behold, a message in the mail, a letter in the mail comes to my house. Oh, I open it. There's a piece of paper in it with his signature on it. That was it. Oh, geez. And by the time I went to go look at him, he'd already been booked. He'd already been arrested and booked for running the same scam on, oh my uh, on five or six other small businesses. And so they, him and his little girlfriend or whatever, they were, they'd were they con these businesses. They'd get access to their cell phones. They'd open up a whole bunch of cell phone lines under them. And then even though there's still payment plans on them, he'd unlock them or whatever, change the SIM card. I don't know what he was doing. And, oh then he'd, my and then he'd sell them on KSL or whatever. Are you serious? And then just take the cash. You got to remember, these phones are like 1200 bucks. you know? Yeah, they are. You know, Holy brand crap. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, then, and, and then it took us oh, no. 18 months to get phone it. On every single day
1: with Sprint, dude. It took
2: us 18 months between Harrisville Police Department, and sprint and everything to like get it all it's fraud and like wiped away so we didn't have to pay it and stuff we
1: had to oh close our business we had to we lost our phone number that we had been building yep. up for the last what four years we had to so. get
2: a brand new business oh my line gosh.
1: To so yeah it was rough
2: wow he's dude. out of prison so tyson if you somehow are hearing this I'm still going to find you one day. (laughs) You should. I uh, I actually found him on Facebook and messaged him and, uh, and he blocked me like that.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That's Uh, messed up, dude. That's, (laughs) that's about all you got. Right. Is like, that. it's just crazy, but that stuff happens, right? Like, Oh gee, I I was,
1: I wasn't even like 20 and I was like, so torn down from it. (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. Well, who wouldn't be, but you guys bounce back, right? Okay. And this, for anybody (laughs) listening, for anybody listening out there, I've done with taxes enough that you're, uh, the IRS doesn't freeze your account. You can't even claim. So two people can't claim the same child. If I claim like, like, let's say my wife and I are divorced. If If I claim my child, and my wife files a separate tax return with that same child on there. They won't even let you file it, right? Yeah, we didn't know. Jeez, man.
1: No, and you guys divorced. It. We were
2: just like, but, but at the same time, too, we were looking at it as like, who cares? He's getting us yeah. jobs.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I mean, after
2: after a few weeks, our BS meters were kind of going off. Like, right? This dude really have the money, and it's like eh, I don't know. And we even would be like, dude, I don't think you really got the money. Oh, I have the money, you know. He was driving
1: like a Chevy Aveo.
2: Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, you know, like we, oh, and then we looked him up on LinkedIn and he was like a service manager at that yeah, England that CF England yeah. company or whatever. That's like, weird. He wasn't even yeah. a big one. And like, it was, you know, it all started coming apart and so we were just looking at it, it as like, well, maybe I'll just keep working for us for free. We didn't realize like, that he literally had access to
0: like the phones. Us. Yeah, dude. Whoa. well, that's a great, that's a crazy story, man. Like, but it's, but it's like, I don't know. I really appreciate you telling that story because <laughs> because will help somebody.
2: Like, I mean, it's yeah, that's story, probably man. the craziest, but it's like we've, you know, like it's the life of an entrepreneur is just so different than anything else. Yeah, man. And like it's really hard for non-entrepreneurs to understand it like you know like heaven bless my wife because it's taken her almost 10 and a half years like she's she's yeah. she's never been nothing but supportive and yeah. she she appreciates that I work hard and stuff like that but when you're not an entrepreneur and it's probably a good thing that she's not right. it's just it's so hard to like deal with somebody that's an entrepreneur because of the way that really we're wired is. like we're just wired different you know what i mean
0: yeah, but and yeah, we're, they think we're crazy, man. They think we're crazy, like... We uh, are. Because my wife's the same way. We are. But every time I have a new idea, she's just like, ugh. We're
1: yeah. crazy people, man. You're <laughs> fill up your head with water. Yeah, no water.
0: kidding, man. That, oh, my goodness. We're
1: crazy
2: people, and, and, but, it's like, but it's like an itch that you can't scratch. Right, dude. Well,
0: okay, so that's Detail Sharks. Now, here's the other thing about entrepreneurs, right, is you have, the, you have multiple... You can have plenty, right? So tell us about uh, tell us about like the other stuff you got going on, because we're going to get to damage plan. So tell me about Farm Bureau
2: and how you got into that gig. So I was actually so so I have another full time job. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. so I do I do sales and IT work for a small company here in Utah. It's called okay. Meterworks. Uh, it's my shirt that I'm wearing right now. Meterworks oh, there and you go. I sell water meter systems to different cities in Utah. Whoa. And, um, I, it's a really good job and I have this, I have a great boss and it, it's, he's, he gives me flexibility and stuff, but like, I, I just, I have to take care of, I just have to take care of his customers. There you go. And so, but he gives me, he gives me a lot of freedom to go do my other stuff as long as his customers are taken care of. So, yeah, it
0: it's,
2: the deal. so I do that. And, but uh, it's a small little family company. And so I actually applied for a job at Plural Pluralsight to try and like progress my career, baby, and and get with a company that I can maybe grow with. Yeah, And um, thank goodness, like timing just didn't work out and whatever and I right. didn't get a job there. And uh, my boss at Meterworks kind of gave me a raise to help incentivize me to stay there and not, not go look for other places to do that. And so then I was like, well, yeah. what else can I do with this flexibility and stuff? Because I don't clean cars like anymore. I used to clean cars. I, I I don't I don't want to do it yeah, I you
1: get burned
2: out i i'd, I'd rather I'd rather leave it's the true. business if I have to go back and clean cars. I don't want to clean cars yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and so but and then um, I'd been a client of farm bureaus for like five or six years okay, cool and then I just I talked to my my agent and I was like, what's it like to be an insurance agent and so now it's like I mean anybody that's an entrepreneur, I think they should try and get into something with like residual income. And yeah. Like that's yeah. that's the point. That's what and, insurance is, is I we I wanted to get involved into something that, you know, I could build a residual income off of, you know, mm-hmm. like this I'm starting my third year right now in the business. Oh cool. I mean, it's nice. Not everything mm-hmm. that I'm getting commissions on that I'm doing right now, I'm also gonna get commissions on what I did last May and then the day yeah, before people, that, you know? Yeah, when
0: people re up.
2: So, so it's like cool.
0: So yeah. how did you, so what was your journey like getting into that? Because that's kind of like a franchise, right?
2: Yeah. I'm, I own my own agency. I'm, we're okay. here in my, my insurance office right now. It's like my own agency. Um, Farm Bureau does things a little bit different. Uh, okay. I looked at multiple different insurance companies, but they, yeah. they, they offer what I feel like is the best plan for agents just starting. Yeah. So if anybody's ever interested in getting into insurance, Feel free to reach out and talk to me about it because, like, yeah. I I know people who got started with all the different companies, and um, there are a couple things that made me go with Farm Bureau. Is one is they had the be- I felt like they had the best contract for new agents. Okay. Then, two, they um, when insurance matters, I feel like they're 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 really good and actually second to none. Like,
0: yeah,
2: you need a like a claim done. They're the company that doesn't haggle with you and try and undercut you on like value of your car or mm-hmm. whatever and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I feel like they're really good at that, type, like the customer service. And if I'm going to be bringing my friends and family specifically and other clients, the last thing I want is my, my dad calling me when he needed a new roof because of a hailstorm and saying, oh, bomb bureau is trying to screw me on the value of my <laughs> roof. Or what you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's scary, man. And it's, that's what happens sad. all the yeah. time in insurance, right? Adjusters yeah. or whatever they make these calls. They're like, "We're telling you, your roof's only worth this," and you're, they're like, "Well, the roofing company's going to charge me this." And then you know, it's yeah. You don't want. They're already going through like like homeowners or people like they're already going through something that's tough. They don't mm-hmm. want the added stress of fighting with adjusters versus contractors or whoever or body shops or whatever on what's necessary and what's not like that yeah man need that in their life right you has been pretty good about with all my clients at least and, and Mike, yeah. it's like they've been pretty good with with so it's like if everybody pays for insurance nobody likes to pay for insurance but if you <laughs> pay for insurance like even if you pay a little bit more than you think sure I can live with that. I can, myself can live with paying more than I'd like to pay for it or whatever. Well, yeah. Yeah. If I know that if something happens, I don't have to haggle and stuff. That's what I care about. Right. Well, I call
0: it, yeah, I call it the Amazon effect, right? Like if you go on Amazon, it, it's probably, it's not, it's definitely not the cheapest, right? But it's, they're easy, you know, uh, in some places you can get it next day or same day. Right. Um, and their return policies, I mean, they're just, it's easy, right? Yeah. And that's what I call the Amazon effect. Like people will pay a little bit more to know that they'll be taken care of, right? Yeah. That they don't have to worry about all the little ins and outs, right? And if you can save money yeah. and still get that, then that's good, right?
2: Yeah, the, the scary part with the insurance industry is too, though, so many people yeah. go on to Geico or Progressive and they like do it on their own. And you're seeing all these companies, Root is a big new one. Oh, yeah, um, dude. I'm going to say it right now. They suck. Yeah. So, if you have them run. But, uh, I bet root sucks. Huh? I said, I bet root sucks. Yeah. But because when the way they do it, when you have somebody that's just on the phone that you'll never have to talk to again, their only goal is to make the sell. They don't care about you. Right. What I really like about the companies that still have an insurance agent is man, if I screw something up on their policy or I don't give them the right coverage for what they need. Yeah they're calling me on my cell phone (laughs) and chewing my butt out.
0: Right. Yeah. That
2: person that's on the other end of a call center, they don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And quite frankly, most people don't even know what their insurance limits are and how much it should be or anything like that.
0: Yeah. That's scary. So it's
2: like, so 50% of Utah is driving around on state minimums or without insurance right now. Jeez. So is,
0: uh, now I heard this, I don't know if it's true. Is, is, uh, what is it called? Is Utah an at fault state or what is it called? A fault state?
2: Fault like
0: state. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gets in, right? Who's no, that's,
2: that's not totally true. Like, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody else hits you, you know, like, you know, it's, but it, the, it, it's still a problem. So if somebody's driving around without insurance though, and they hit yeah. you, you're, and you're, you don't have very good insurance. Like you're still screwed. Yeah. It's not good, man. That's not good. Oh gosh. Car,
0: yeah. Car accidents freak me out, man. Cause they're just,
2: dude, I don't worry about me. That that part of this business is gratifying is at least I know like that you can help people, that I can help people Yeah, in a better spot. If I could save them money, that's great too. Like, you know, I'm saving somebody like over a grand a year, like Uh just get them switched over today. And that's great. Yeah. Feels good but I doubled their coverage too. And save it. Yeah, them. that's good, man. That, that makes me feel, that, that's even better. And, I'll, and I'm the type of person too, if I tell people, you have good coverage and it's cheaper, don't switch with me. You're getting a better deal right now. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that helped build credibility. And I think when people, I also think when you're in, like in something like sales or business, like the long game matters. You know what I mean? Like if you tell somebody, Hey, you know, it might, you know, like for me example, right? Like you're paying less for your car and it's doing what you need to do. Like it's probably not a good idea to buy this one or something like that. I might not get the sale that day, right? But they'll remember that somebody was honest with them, right? And I've had experiences like that, like where they were like, dude, you were the only person who was real with me. These other guys tried to whatever, right? Um, And so now I'm officially ready to upgrade or whatever. um, And I'm ready to go with you because you, I remember you not trying to screw me.
2: We, I mean, we built detail sharks on like, we, we treat people fair. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we just do.
0: Right. Cause that's what, because that's all. Yeah.
2: Even people with customers be- that aren't fair back with us. <laughs> that's the,
0: yeah, yeah, man. That's, that's insane, dude. Okay. Real quick before we, cause I really want to, I like the damage plan, right? That's what, that's the shirt I got on.
2: Um, uh, I have that shirt. It's a good shirt.
0: It is a good shirt, man. I like it. Um, so tell me about like to both of you. How did you guys like, cause we were talking about this earlier. Like it's hard to get into like the entrepreneurial game or the business owner game. So like what made you want to do it?
1: My, my answer is just freedom.
0: Yeah. But you were young when you started. Why so young? Because a lot of people don't get in that game until a little bit later. Until after maybe they worked a couple years for the man. Man, the
2: time to do it is young. He had this… That's I true, to, man. You have nothing to lose. Like, man, when I got into it, I'd already ha- I already had a mortgage. I was already married. And uh, had a, one kid. Yeah, I already had a kid. Yeah. You know, it's like right. things are scary. I can't quit my full-time job to go detail cars because… I needed like I, insurance or something, man. I yeah, just, I needed health insurance, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, yeah. Like
2: it, it, he begged me for years. Quit your other jobs. Invest fully into Detail Sharks. Help me blow this thing up. And I'm like, as much as I believe in it and I want right. to, I can't take that risk to my wife and kids. Yeah. Now, I Papa. Now Papa, kid. <laughs> now Papa has his first kid. Now Papa has his first kid. And he understands what I was talking about all those years. The risk is just different. Like, you're not the priority anymore. They are. Right. And ultimately, yeah, we sacrifice a lot of time away from our families and stuff. And me and my wife, we talk about it. And I could do a better job making them feel like a priority. But at the end of the day, I'm working so hard at everything that I do because they are the priority. They're the beneficiaries of my hard work at the end of the
0: day. Yeah. For sure, man. Absolutely. I think that's a lot. Of, yeah. I, young is definitely it. That's definitely it, man. If you don't the, the risk,
1: risk, is so different. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the time to take the risk, like, dude. I can, I can put myself into a ton of debt. Like I can do whatever I need, like <laughs> yeah, do whatever you need to do. And you're not young. saying you should. I'm, not saying right. that's <laughs> the time. I'm just saying like, like, like you can, because you have right. your entire life to fix that problem. <laughs>
0: Right. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I've, I've had that conversation too, where it's like, Hey man, even if I fail at this, like something in me has to do this. Yeah. Right. Even if I fail, I'll, I'll be more mad at myself if I didn't even try than if I tried and I fail at it. Right. Sure. You guys ever feel like that?
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I would rather fail. Like you learn so much more.
0: Well, you learn more and at least you say you did it. Right. We're
2: not afraid to fail either. That's yeah, you the other can't thing. Can't be.
0: Yeah, it's kind really of whatever, man. Like
1: you can't really well, fail. Yeah,
2: it's not. It's not. It's like well, it's the whole sports adage, right? Like you win right. or you learn. Yeah. 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 Whatever. That's the same in business. Yeah.
1: Like sure. you only fail when you like completely stop Quit. doing. It. Yeah. Yeah. I well, and know, it's like, like if, it, if you're gone. Job, then that would be like me failing. Right. But right. well, maybe I just learned that being an entrepreneur sucks, and like, because <laughs> it does like, it's it just not suck. fun.
0: Yeah, and yeah, man, and it's not for everybody. It's really tough, man.
2: I try and explain that it, it isn't for everybody, and that is okay. Yeah, that it is, that is okay. One thousand yeah. percent okay. But yeah. it, but that also has to be respected, vice versa, and oh, flipped yeah. around. That I was not college material from the standpoint of I tried college off and on for years. Oh, and he yeah. was like, dude, I can't do it. Like, I really? can't do this.
0: And that's, dude, and there's nothing wrong. And you know what I mean? And
2: people are like, oh, you, like, you know, my parents are like, they really want me to get my degree. And it's like, that's, it's not for me, man. Yeah. Like, it's not. And so right. just like, and so I try and explain that to some people too, though. It's like vice versa. Like entrepreneurs need to understand that being an entrepreneur isn't for everybody too. Like there's, yeah. everybody has a path. You got to find your own.
0: Yeah. And then you got to work for it. Right. Cause yeah, like I, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, but I wanted to go to college and I think here's the thing. It's what it's, you got to make the choices that you want to make because it makes you happy. Right. Because you're going to have to live with yourself. Right. Because the whole reason I went to college is because I just want, I wanted that degree. It was, it was a milestone for me personally. That's great. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing though. I, but here's the other thing is I don't, I don't um, college bash and I don't bash people who don't go to college. Cause I'll tell you what, I have people in my family right now. I have one who got a master's in social work, um, who works at a jail up in Idaho. And then his brother <laughs> went to, he didn't, I don't even think his brother went to a trade school. He just started a, a lineman apprenticeship yeah. as a lineman down in California. And yes, And those two get in fights all the time. He's like, I got a master's degree. How how can you afford that? And I can't, or something like that. Right. And, and it's not all about the money. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it about the money.
1: That's the problem mindset. realistically.
0: Yeah. 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 But that's the thing is he didn't go to college and he's doing what he loves and he's, and he's doing great in life. And the other guy went to college and is, and is doing great, you know, and is living his life. So I, I think you're right on Zach. Like people, you just got to respect every respect it's everybody's okay. hustle.
2: That's the thing. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: not not one thing is going to make everyone a million dollars. Like <laughs> Everyone is going to make a million dollars in their own way, you know? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, well
0: and, and I think people get caught up in trying to be like the next Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or like,
2: dude. Well, it's fun and it's sexy and who doesn't want to be like this like sure. gajillionaire? Yeah, f- but
1: they don't see anything else except for like big dollar signs. Like, oh, he has whatever. But like dude, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Bill Gates, they work way harder than all of you. Like, do you, is that really what you want? Or do you just want the money to go do whatever it is that you feel right. like you want to do? And why aren't you doing that anyway? Yeah, man. No, it's true. And
0: like, you saw that, you saw that video of Elon Musk when he was on 60 minutes and he, um, he was in front of, he was being questioned about like going to space, like SpaceX and all of his like. Idols were like, dude, you're stupid. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. That's the other thing. People, some people don't want to be entrepreneurs because they just, they're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Does that happen? your parents, I had I had uh, members of my family when I started my CBD business that were like, no way, right? Even though it's legal and and you know all and it's from hemp and not marijuana and stuff like that, but. They just couldn't get it, man. They just didn't get it. it and that's okay,
2: too. And that's what, I've like, that's what I've learned. Like, you know, my parents love my parents. They're both very supportive. Like, I'm, right in some ways, like, I think they're really proud of the man that I've become. But yeah. in some ways, I think that they kind of wish that, like, I was on a little bit of a different path, too. And I did things differently. <laughs> and it's just gotten to the point where it's like, I think some kids, that would really bother them that their yeah. parents aren't like fully supportive.
0: Right.
2: And not that my parents aren't supportive. I don't want to make it sound like that. They aren't. I'm but with you. It, you know, like I think that they, 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 if they could have chose my life path, like they would have chosen it differently. Sure. It's just like, it, it's all it, look at where it's coming from and where they're coming from is a good yeah. place. You know, love. yeah, love. So, you know, you're, you're one, you're one, you're one person that's a linesman in your family versus the other one. It's, yeah. You know, they're they're coming from a, that was what's best for me. I just want what's best for you probably. Yeah, you know and
0: yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, absolutely. They love each other and they get along. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it's just cool. that it's that whole dichotomy of like schools versus, versus not gotta and understand, you, gotta you,
2: gotta understand. you love you gotta understand people and you have to understand what makes different individuals tick. Right. You know? Some right. people some people need to be told how great they are and some people need to be told, you know, suck it up, you can do more. Like I expect more out of, you. you know, like it's, everybody's just so different and has to be communicated in a different way. And, yeah. and you get the best out of them from different ways that. Yeah. That's why it's like, let everybody find their own path and like help them along that path and their path. Don't worry about the way that you did it.
0: Oh, for sure, man. Absolutely. Well that, I, yeah, that's it. Is it just at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do to make yourself happy. And, uh, and we'll talk, uh, I think, I mean, We'll definitely catch up on this, uh, on damage plan, um, because I think, uh, the fights are starting up again. Thank goodness. And, uh, and we'll, and we'll talk more about yeah. <laughs> You should be, man. I'm, I'm Jack too. Uh! <laughs> we'll have fun on Saturday, bro. But, um, thanks for, thanks for being here, guys. And thanks for, like, uh, being willing to come on and sharing your stories with us. And, and I think every, it'll help everybody out. And, um, we got more, so we can do this again. Yeah, oh heck, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh we'll definitely do it again. I think we'll have uh we could have all three or four of us on, man. Um but we'll do it again. But I appreciate you guys' time and do uh, you guys uh you know, keep and, and for those of you guys out there detail sharks, they'll detail your car. You can get insurance or one top one stop shop, man. So um we'll peace out though. Thanks guys. Thanks, Dog.